Oh my gosh, it's Monday, June 13th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. That's right. Episode 481 coming at you. Uh, we appreciate it. On uh, today's episode, we have a lot of fun. We got we got drunk last night. We had some drinks. We never do. We're lightweights. We talk about that. We're a little hungover, which is why the, the episode's a little late. I mean, we recorded it live to tape on time at 10 a.m. Eastern. You can check us out on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch twice a week, Mondays and Wednesdays, brand new episodes. We do them live, so you can actually chime in and comment and whatever, as you know, if you listen to the show, because we often refer to the comments. Anyway, it's a fun, uh, really fun episode. We get into a bunch of stuff. It's loose, and um, yeah, we enjoy we enjoy you listening to us enjoy in what? I mm. hope you're well. Hope you're doing good out there. Whatever, whatever it is you're doing, we appreciate you subscribing and listening to the podcast. And why don't you mention it in conversation next time you chat up someone? You're chatting up someone. And someone asks, "Hey, what what are you listening to? Are you reading anything? Any good podcast?" I noticed that. That's a new question nowadays. We didn't get back in the day. Are you listening to any good podcasts? Say yes. Actually, I am. The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. This couple, they've been together for 13 years. They're both comedians, and they do a podcast twice a week. Spread the word. We love you. We appreciate it. Enjoy the show that starts now. Now, why don't we do a take? Taz, wait a minute. Let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I doing? Yeah, Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour. You're podcast. listening to the... Ah, Fuck some <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show You and me below Just like the flowers Laughing all day long People I need to lose Sing a little song Then take a shower Julian Dion It's a a show It's not an hour, it's a show Okay Welcome all. A waste of 
Welcome to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. That's right, coming at you on a Monday morning, Monday, June 13th, with a brand new episode. Something on my tongue. Jen Grant is joining us. She's coming. Yeah, buddy. Episode 481. I mean, come on. Am I screaming? It's crazy when I have the cans on how we're screaming. Hey, Jenny G's in the room. Broadcasting, of course, from uh, Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. The Julian Dion Show coming at you twice a week. New episodes Mondays and Wednesdays. Sigida. Alive. We alive. A unique property of this podcast is that we do it one take. We, we we record live to tape, so we live stream our um, episodes when we record them. So you can tune in live and comment and interact on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter Live. I mean, come on. The bulk of our listeners we get on the podcast, like audio. Apple, Spotify. If you have an iPhone, if you haven't yet left a review on Apple Podcasts, please do so. Makes a big difference in our lives, in our world. Anyway, enough of that. Enough of that. We had our um, engagement party yesterday. Yeah, I know. We got, en- we got engaged a year and a half ago, Christmas 2020. And um, I'm still so stuffed up. I'm still all uh, jammed up. My head is full of product. Biological, disgusting product. Anyway, we got engaged December 2020. Full pandemic. Full pandy. I mean, pre-vaccine. Pre-vaccine pandy. I mean, we're, we're still intense. So we never had like the typical things you have. When you, when you go through something as monumental as an engagement, as a marriage. So we hadn't... Uh, I know, I'm screaming. <laughs> so we had never had our engagement party, and we had it last night. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm a lightweight. Oh my God, I had a couple beers last night. Got outrageous. <laughs> oh, this is... Every time I do this, I'm sorry, this is a new thing. Oh, I kind of like it. I know, what it's kind of nice. What if we did our nice. whole podcast like that? Well, we'd get dinged for copyright infringement uh, or uh, oh, yeah, copyright course. claims. But like, if we didn't in a but world it's nice. where we didn't... It's pleasant. It's NPR. We should have... Um, when we finally interview my brother, Mike, Mike Plume, uh, in studio, because we've mentioned it, I've talked about it a couple times with him, and how we, I want to have him on the pod, but not through Zoom. I want to have him here sitting on the couch, and but maybe we should have him play the whole time, just in the back, just a little background as we I'm interview. I'm sure that'd be fun for him. <laughs> Hi, uh, Jen and Jules, do you want to come over and visit, and can you just do a little bit of comedy on the side, too? Like, we want to hang out with you, but could you just, like, do some bits? While we barbecue, while we have fun and have chips and barbecue and like burgers and stuff, can you just do some bits in the background? I did that one time at Murdoch's apartment. Nightmare. On when he lived on uh, him and Chelsea, pre kids, pre them getting married, they lived on Gilmore or just off Gilmore, just off Bank or on Gilmore. Why don't you just give the address? Well, this was social insurance number or something. As if it was 15 years ago, as if it matters. I could give the apartment number. I could cut a key to that unit and give it away freely on the street. Be fine. They'd be fine. No one knows where they are, who they are. But um, what was the point? Oh gosh, do we ever really know? What we were just talking. What were we just talking about? Though I was going to add to Matt and Chelsea were at the apartment. What was it? Lightweights. I don't know. It's gone. I apologize because that's annoying to listen to a podcast and people just go off. And but but I can't even remember what the fuck we were just talking about twenty seconds ago. That's disturbing. Anyway, well, you don't respond. Remember either? Oh, that would require me to listen mm, I know. and absorb what you're saying. Mm. <laughs> don't laugh at that, studio audience. It was about the lightweight. And what, then, what was it about? I was just saying something in reference to that 
stage period in their lives, our lives. Oh, yeah, Gilmore. What about that? Yeah, yeah, but I was like, that's why I went off well, on a tangent. how the hell am I supposed to know what that means? No, but we were talking about something. Did you used wrong. to, what, you used to be able to drink a lot more and not feel drunk? You or, fuck off! Or be hungover, or um, no? I feel like there was a gap of information in between, in between saying I'm a lightweight and um, Gilmore. Gilmore, there was a little gap of topic that we you dove guys... into. That this was a jumping off point that I just completely well, lost. Well, since you can't remember, let's just talk about something else. It'll come back to you. Yeah. Um. So you and Matt should do like a little spoof on Gilmore girls, but do a Gilmore guys. Gilmore bros. Yeah. We 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 were messy back then when he lived on Gilmore. I would go there and we would get just. We would make homemade pizzas. We'd drink ins- insane amounts of beer, and we'd hack darts too on the, that deck on the Demorias. Anyway, Blech. yeah. Again, this is many, many Yucko. years ago. But um, oh, one time we got really hammered in his apartment, and he lived above. They lived above a Royal Oak on Bank Street, and he's like, "Oh, let me." Let, he goes. <laughs> I have these trench coats and these fedoras. Let's put them on and put on uh, British accents and go downstairs and pretend we're British. And I'm like, all right, but here's the thing. Matt is an Olympic level track and field athlete. All right. Professional. All right. But he's like, he's, as far as our physiques go, we're very different. He's uh, very much robust and I'm very much meek. But he had these trench coats, like these overcoats. And for him... So on me, they were huge. But the thing about me and my small stature is I have, as we touched on last episode, a huge head, as you know. My head is the size of an average waist. What's wrong? I just hear a noise. That fan? That, like, white noise? I don't know. I've never heard that noise before. What is it? Do you hear it? I Can you do... I hear many things right now. What? what? Take your headphones off. Oh, you know what it is? No. It's my computer. No, no, I know what it is. Sorry, guys. Sorry, that was really lame for me to interrupt for that. Because they can't hear it, and then they're like mid... uh, Please continue. I'll tell you later what it is. No, what is it, though? It's so lame that it's embarrassing. Go ahead. Well, I've never been downstairs when the dishwasher's on, and that's what the sound was. Oh, my God. And I I again lost track. What, what, What was I saying again? Fedoras, jeez. Oh, yes. Yes. So you better we, take a brain supplement. <laughs> Something's going on with you. You literally, like one minute ago, was talking about something you don't remember. Okay. That's disturbing. You can't remember one of the two things we don't remember and be what so do you cocky. Mean? You don't remember the first thing. Yeah, I do. But then the second one you remember, you're like, no, no, you no. need surgery. The reason I don't remember the first one is because <laughs> the reason I don't remember the first one is because that's already in your brain. You haven't even said it yet. Remember you I know, were taking no, a I leap. Say, no, but we had a topic. It wasn't a leap. It was a topic. We started no. talking about something. Yes. No. Anyway. This one we ne- <laughs> you can't do that ever again. Okay, well, so... That's so gross. <coughs> yeah, so uh, we were talking about... Well, you were on that... Oh, we we're going to change topics then because I don't have a lot of memories of that place. I, I remember being at their apartment. He's It's Matt Murdock. It Kiff. says the OOTD. And uh, we used to, used to go there and uh, visit, but they're a lot of fun, both of them. So, fu- so really fun. So Matt would say, let's go down and put on these fedoras and this trench coat and let's pretend we're British. And so That's he had a 20 person, 20 something person thing to do. I know. And he has 60 pounds on me of mass. And so I put his huge trench coat. I'm like swimming in it. I look like I'm wearing my like above my I look like I'm eight years old and I'm wearing my father's trench coat. But the the fedora fits him like a glove. For me, it just sits on top of my giant head. So I've got this oversized coat, but this tiny little hat sitting on top of my head. And uh, we walk in like blackout drunk to Royal Oak, and we're like, uh, "Hey, hello, mate. We're 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 British, are we?" Oh and then the guy's like, "Before we the sat, people da- working there are like, what is? With oh no! These before jokers? we sat down, he goes, guys, I cannot serve you anything. What are you doing?'" And we're like, oh, come on, mate. He's like, what is wrong with you? You can't. We show up blackout. This guy's swimming in a trench coat with a little thing on top of his head. Matt looked like Dick Tracy. It fit perfectly. I just look like a caricature. <laughs> what? <coughs> what? Dick Tracy. Yeah. So 
and um anyway we had our engagement thing yesterday and so um so much fun and such a lightweight had a couple pints mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> um i had the worst sleep because of it yeah I know. and i knew i had to do that self-tape i thought about it last night i looked at as we're going to bed i go oh i have a self-tape due on monday i wonder what time what I'm hope- time i was hoping it was due at like three maybe six p.m sometimes you know end of day 3 or 6 p.m. 11 a.m. I was like, oh, shit. And there's the podcast. So then all night, I was like, okay, if I wake up at 7, take a cold shower, coffee, get the day, the day going, do it then, and then do the podcast for record at 10. Well, I was up every hour. <laughs> wake up, check the time. <sighs> check the time again. Every it's hour? 4 a.m. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Every uh, Just anxious, like, what time is it? Okay, still, I have two hours left. And it's amazing how fast time goes when you don't feel great, i.e. slight hangover. Yeah. In the morning, the hours. At 5 a.m., I was like, okay, I could, I could get away with waking up at 8, which means I have three full hours. Close, close my eyes. Oh, shit, 40 minutes left. Close my eyes. I was supposed to get up 10 minutes ago. I'm like, what are you doing there? (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Well, it's kind of like you wake up. I don't know. It's an audible way to wake up. You know, you kind of go from REM to consciousness. Remember, this is an audio platform. I mean, we do have a handful of people that watch these videos, but ultimately... Yeah, I don't I have think, to paint I don't a think picture. anyone's like, what is it like to wake up? Anyways, okay, it's okay. Let's, okay, let's do the comparison. So I wake up every hour. Look at the time. Maybe it's the Fine. sound I don't like. Can I give you a new sound? Okay, yeah. I wake up so, every hour. So last night, okay, I'll do the sound. Yeah. Okay, go. No, do the whole thing. Uh, So last night, every hour I woke up, I was asleep and I was like, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., Whoa. 6.12, Is it link? 6.14 a.m., 6.26 a.m., 6.47 a.m., and I'm really gross. I'm still like, I just have like um, phlegm caked into my sinuses. Oh. And you know what I do to start every morning? I can take we, a really I, cold shower. Can we make some rules that we don't say certain words? Phlegm? That's awful. Well, what if my nose is all full of uh, phlegm? Then well, you maybe you should wash it. Oh, well, I mean, that's what I I do wash it. Really? But, how, but like, really... how do I wash it? Just like with water and... What do you mean? I shouldn't put soap up there. There. I'm about to quit. Oh, my God. Um, the, but every morning in the cold shower, I don't know if this is bad. It might be bad. It might. I might have like bacterial bacterial growths in my uh, sinus cavities and brain. I snort water every morning. Mm. Is that bad? Mm, I don't know. I always look do it, it. whether I'm sick or not. Well, no, I can't look it up. If I look it up, it'll say AIDS and leukemia for sure. It gives it gives you like if you do it once. No, but I do, like, because we, we're on a well, so it's clean water. It's clean water. If, if there's someone listening that's a doctor or a water expert or biological or sinus cavity or throat and nose and ear doctor, um, let us know. Can I snort clean, pristine well water? Hmm. Or is there bacteria in there? You know what I mean? Well, why so are you doing that? I do it every day, and I have for but years why? now, several years. Well, when I'm all, I wake up and I'm so congested, like lately, like last week, because I've I've been sick. I have a little bit of a cold, so I go in the cold shower, and I shower? fill my palm with water, ice cold, pristine well water, and I snort it. I go nostril to nostril. I do one, the other, the other. Don't you hear me? It's a horrific sound when I when yeah, I'm I in don't there. Underst- I don't get why you do that, but I f- imagine you flush water through your sinuses, fresh. No thanks. It just gets all the if there's any. It would it, feel like you're when you're swimming and you get water in your it nose. It actually doesn't hurt like that. That's like when you get that painful. I'm not interested. You you would think that's what you feel, but you don't feel any anything. Mm. And so, um, but I do. And sometimes when I have a cold and I like, you, you plug one nostril, you can't even breathe out of it. I somehow snort water out of that nostril. It just opens it right up. 
But I'm just not sure because that's the premise behind. If you know what navage is, it's like a a, a nasal irrigation thing. Yeah. But you use you What's use um, navage. A navage. You use well, um, you use distilled water to do it, and you can put these pods in with like eucalyptus or whatever. But well water, can I snort it? Go I don't ahead. know, but one of our loyal uh, listeners is Wendy. She happens to be watching live on YouTube. Thanks, Wendy. Appreciate that. Tell him to put some salt in his water. Not an expert, but saline solution or a nettle pot. Nettle pot? Netty, netty, netty pot. pot. Yeah, I know, but this is kind of just like a... a uh, a, a home uh, remedy yeah. version of a netty pot. Okay, okay. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what? Okay, I can't okay, address okay. that? No, no. <laughs> you did it anyway. Hey. Why? Why? Why get embarrassed about your bodily functions? Because. Uh, what do you call that? The, the motion that your throat makes when it pushes food down in French? It's peristaltisme. What? Peristaltisme. The, we don't have that word in English. Uh, 100% you do. Let me Swallow? look it up. <laughs> no, but it's the your because your whole from your throat to your asshole, your whole. Can you syst- turn down my cans. It's, <laughs> I, I I had beer last night, and you're just at, throat to the asshole. It's like fucking right in my eardrum. No, but it, it's like your body has no, a natural it's still process. Not low enough. It's still not low enough. <laughs> your body has a natural process a, that it squeezes. And you're. Yeah, but it squeezes through, like, that's how you squeeze through the digestive tract. It's, it's called peristaltisme in French. Let me, let me, peristaltis. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a word in English, peristaltis. <laughs> how the hell do you know that? The involuntary constriction when and relaxation. When are you using that in conversation? Never. Well, well, how do you even know about that? Um... I just remember it from school. That's weird. It, I don't know how to pronounce it in English. Oh, let's let's see. Peristalsis. Peristalsis in French, peristaltisme. Well, Peristalsis. The involuntary constriction, constriction and relaxation of the muscles of the intestine or another canal, creating wave-like movements that push the contents uh, of the canal forward. <laughs> it pushes it through. Oh my gosh! Can I okay. peristaltist? What so, is it? How is it? Peristaltis. Peristaltis. Peristalsis. Are you going to impress people at a party by saying peristaltis? Yes, you go. Anyway, you can so go like this. You can go. Speaking of which, poor Gordy's peristaltis wasn't working that well because we went to another. Oh. It was one of those social weekends. I'm exhausted. Like I need a day to just not talk. I. I'm an introvert already, so uh, so this pandemic has made me extra not used to socializing. I'm sure you know what I mean, eh, Jules? Yes. So now it feels like, even though I love people and I love socializing, and I would never trade anything at all f- for what happened this weekend. You need time amazing. to recharge the batteries. Oh, my gosh. But uh, So we brought the dog to a little birthday party on Saturday, and uh, it was at my dad's place. And... Um, Oh my god! And I forgot we did that. I, mean, I know it's been a busy weekend of talking and stuff, but then the dog—he's a really good dog. But at one point, he was just like cr- crouching as if he was going to poop, but he wasn't. Anyways, he was in the position, you know. And so my dad was like, uh, "Oh, you uh, just so you know, like the dogs—we're going to have to clean that up." And I was like, "Oh yeah, because this yard is perfect." You know what I mean? And also, who wants dog poop on their yard? Yeah. So I was like, it yeah, It was funny absolutely. though, right away, right away, he noticed it, like, mid-conversation, yeah. like... Stopped like, everything. It's like, Gordy's pooping? And yeah, so then I go, okay, well, I'm just going to go get it right now. That way we can just relax and not worry about it. He goes, great idea. Yeah. <laughs> so then I go to do it, and I'm like, where is this... Where is the poop? It was nowhere to be found. And then I noticed half an hour later... He's doing that motion again, but like nothing's coming out. And then I would nothing, not even a toot, nothing. Just and but it's embarrassing, you know. Like your dog, like everybody's like, 
all people we haven't met before and people are just like looking around oh your dog's so nice and you look over he's just trying to crap on the lawn like and it's hilarious and cute even though it's gross because he's defecating it's so cute because he's like hunched over his back is curved his back legs are like shake trembling Uh, how are the dog's legs still trembling four years into pooping a whole life of pooping every time it's uh, i don't know it's adorable I don't know. The adorable poop tremble. Maybe it's the whole like you have to. They have to support themselves standing up. Yeah, but you think you would have worked out those muscles? Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Wow, we really tackle the tough questions here on the Julian Dion mm-hmm. show with Jen Grant. How but come? Anyway, I was scarred from when he he went all over the house that time. So, anyways, everything everything is fine, but it's just embarrassing when you bring your dog somewhere and he does that. Ugh. Oh, that's not right. It is. Remember, every time it's like every time we bring him somewhere, he makes a scene. Uh, oh. The first time we took him for a sleepover, I think, was at Derek's house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just he drooled the whole time. We're like, what's this drooling thing just around people and other yeah. dogs? He's just like, and then he tried to hump mm. the other dog. It was a disaster. Yeah. Although I, th- I feel like it was more of a disaster for us because we kept addressing it. And Derek was like, guys, it's f- 100% fine. Relax. It's embarrassing. Hmm. They're having, animals, though. Having uh, literal, literal animals. Having just a couple beer last night flared up my... Rosace? Oh, yeah, like my left eye. It looks oh, yeah. like scarred. Whoa. I know. It goes to show you, eh, what you drink. Like, you should experiment and just drink other stuff. Try that. I think it's alcohol. I don't, I don't think it's... Probably. Like beer. But yeah, and it never came... Uh, under the uh, although I don't know if it's well it's probably a combination of alcohol and um, when we went to that party on Saturday I was in the sun I was loving it I was hadn't had any sun exposure in I wonder if this you put season. some sunscreen on your face you're crazy not to anyways but yeah my eyeball looks scarred you need to wear sunscreen I need to yes I do well I mean I do um, you should wear it every day. Like for long exposure, I do and stuff, but no, we, I think we need like 10 minutes of unexposed, unprotected sun exposure. Maybe on here you should put some zinc or something if you're going in the sun. Oh, yes. But but the sun is good for you in small doses, in very small doses, unprotected. Um, that's how you get all the natural vitamin D and stuff. Because, I mean, since sunscreen blocks away a lot of the benefits, it protects you, which it should. And, and you know, mm-hmm. sun damage and skin cancer is a very real thing, but... There are benefits, and we need it. We're designed to mm-hmm. benefit from small doses of sun exposure on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And in the summer, I mean, you can get you get not so much me. vitamin D. What's that? Not for me. I shouldn't really. Not even like five minutes. Five minutes of. I think uh, I I burn so easily, and I get even uh, five. I have, like yeah. you put a timer, you just yes. go out, outside. I have for, the type of. Skin care, skin that it's. Uh, I'm in high risk for skin cancer. I can't do that. Right, even three minutes, just not burning or anything. Just like expo, just where it doesn't actually change well, your inevitably skin. Inevitably, that will happen once in a while, of course. But I don't. I try right. not to do that, just because you never know. Like you, you, you'd no, be I know. shocked it's... how fast I burn. Yeah, and you don't want to burn and stuff. But, and I can take vitamin D. But I feel like we're too on the other end of the spectrum, society for sunscreen and spf and blocking sun all the time i think we need a little bit Hmm. of unprotected everything (coughs) what else (coughs) oh go ahead we had someone come over uh, a few months ago to work on some plumbing stuff and uh Nice guy, nice plumber, and uh, he was talking about Survivor, and I thought, oh my god, Survivor's still on TV. It was a plumber then, that gave you the Survivor thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's he's great. Um, and uh, he said Survivor's starting tonight. He was so excited, because, you know, people get obsessed with Survivor. And was it for and this latest like, season, 42, yeah. when he said that? Oh, and, then, and he was all pumped, because he said the last season before this most recent season, 40, okay, so 42 was the one that we just watched. And 41, they did some new stuff on it, like some new twists and turns and stuff that 
was very exciting for people who are enthusiasts of Survivor. And, and there said, are. I mean, it's yeah. a cult. There's a yeah. whole subculture of people that have been obsessed with Survivor since the first season. Which I didn't realize about. And I, they are. They know all the players' histories. They know who won what season. They know the rules. That's why it's impressive that they've done 42 seasons. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the 40, season 41, they changed a couple of big well, changes. But they keep it so interesting. And day after day, you can never predict anything. It's well, wild. Wanna, I just want to say, so 41, Sorry. by the time 42, no, it's okay, 42 candidate or uh, what do you call them? Uh, Survivors? Contestants or whatever, yeah. They um, hadn't seen the 41 because, you know, it's like it shoots and then it and then you don't see it air they, for a while. And so, they shot it back to back. It, yeah. Both were in Fiji. Right. And so uh, they didn't know about it. And it was this surprise thing. Anyway, he was all excited about that. And and he goes, it's starting tonight. And he was so pumped. And I was like, oh, my God, he's so excited about it. Like, are people still that into Survivor? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to PVR it because we still get cable. And, um, and so... I'm going to like record that show and we're going to watch it and I bet you will like it. And and we waited a long time. I was resistant to it for some reason and you really were. So you were away and I decided to start watching it and I thought, ah, you never wanted to watch it. So I'm just going to watch it on my own. And then I stopped because I was like, Julian is going to love this. And then we started watching it and it's so good. Like you guys, so good. when it comes on again, you should watch it. It's really I creative. Think most people do. I think a lot of people do. Well, I my think sister we're, we're, Melanie lo- is obsessed with it. She loves it too. It's so good. And um, I was resistant because I used to be big time into Survivor when it first came out in 2000 or whatever, 99, 2000, 2001. When did it first come out? I can... Take a look. Anyway, when it first came out, for the first few seasons, I was really into it, and we would have viewing parties. We were cute. Were we still in high school? I think maybe even, and or just graduated from high school, and we would have like every Thursday night, it's once a week, a new episode. Because back then you couldn't, de- there was no DVR, there was no binge watching. You get one episode a week. May thirty first, two thousand. Yeah, and I remember, and. Um, but at, but the game has changed and evolved so much because people are so obsessed with it, which is why it's um, a big credit to them for keeping it so interesting and still with crazy twists and turns. And you can never predict anything from day to day on on the show, who's going to be voted out in this, and from challenge to challenge. In, in the challenge, you go, when a challenge starts, someone's in the lead by so far, and it's... And then the person that was in last place will end up winning. Like that's that's what it's great is great about yeah. the game. There's never any whether you're in last place or on the bottom in the game or in a challenge, it changes in a second and all of a sudden you have this power, you have the it's I don't so, like that only one person wins all that money though. That sucks. You get nothing from it. I like it. It makes the win. stakes just so crazy. And even that, the jury process at the end, that was so different back in the day. Back in the day, when the jury when they would plead their cases to the jury, they would basically talk about why they wanted or deserved a million dollars, right? They would just basically beg people and this is why and this is what I want to do with the money. But now it's all about gameplay because it's evolved so much and there's so many people that follow it and know everything about it. Even the contestants now, 42 seasons, which is insane, but even the contestants that are on, the survivors, they're huge fans of the show, so they know all the background inner workings and the how to do all this and the yeah. the, the different layers to the game. So then when these people are on a jury of a show they're huge fans of, it brings a whole other element of like, so tell me about your gameplay. And you could be a jury member that's been betrayed by someone that's sitting there, but if that person says... Yes, my I betrayed you, but it was part of my game. And this, they go, they I respect. I, it, yes, yeah. they go, I respect that, and you get my vote. Whereas back in the day, it was not. It was just like I am. I want a million dollars because my mother is in the hospital, and this and that. Now it's like, yes, I played this way. This was intentional. This was on purpose. And then the players go, all right, you get my vote, even though you stabbed me in the back. It's as long as you say like- your gameplay. It's and it's almost like they only want you to say you have gameplay. Like if you actually went in as a genuine person, like say that guy Mike. Who you know? Say he actually went in as a as, and he was genuinely that guy who was just. Yeah. I have a big heart. I'm just. I'm shoot it. I say it like it is. And if he really was like that, it's almost like they don't want that. Yeah. Right. Like I. 
I want you to play a game. It can't be game. by chance, yeah. yeah. If, if you accidentally that's backstab right. someone, they're like, oh. If it was planned, that's great. If you accidentally backstabbed me, or if me you out, that's not okay. if you accidentally won through charm without actually calling it a game. Right. Like, that's, it's yeah. a gameplay. It's like, you know, I always thought, I don't, I didn't really know how, how it worked, but I looked up Survivor here, and it's really interesting what came up. Do you want to hear some facts? Yes, go it's ahead. It's kind of cool. One of the top searches is, do they give condoms in Survivor? Oh, oh my God. It says, um, since the first Survivor season back in 2000, contestants have always been provided with certain basic necessities that they wouldn't really have on a desert, desert island. The list includes tampons, condoms, and contact lens solution. Hilarious. I know. And do you want to know how much the host makes? Jeff Probst, I'll per say year, per year, per season or no, per year? per year. Per year? Six million. Eight million. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing too. And he's, he's an executive producer on the show. He's the host. He always has been. So he's been 42 seasons in there, but he's also so in the game. And it's, he, he could be like, he could like, I don't know, be somewhat detached from the process and just come in to host and do these things. But he's he ta- passionate. He talks to the the contestants on the phone leading up to it. Uh, he mentioned like um, he's a phenomenal host. I mean, he makes it look so easy. How, how like at each tribal council, he'll bring almost everybody into the conversation and it keeps going. The conversation is fluid and he'll be like... Mike, when you say this, and then he'll be like, you know, he'll mm-hmm. just go from person to person. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. host. Yeah, there's a reason he's been on that long. He's so good. And when he does the play-by-play and the challenges, often we said this where you're balancing or something, you'd want, you'd probably be like, shut the fuck up. But he's so good at the color commentary and the play-by-play and motivating people. And and yeah, he he's a really, really excellent job as a host but he also again like i said it's like this whole you can tell it's like a family like where he's like he's an a jeff probes is a list you'd say right like pretty much like Like in the tv world probably yeah tv i mean nobody like doesn't know who he is i mean he's a household name he's uh, cuz i was thinking of this like these contestants that are like on the late like these late seasons 41 42 it's like you're hanging out with an A-lister. He's right there. You, you must be like, oh my God, that's Jeff Probst. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Do you mind if I take a break for a minute? No, not at all. I'll be quick. Go ahead. Vampirific. What I found funny with the uh, jury process and survivors, how they can really say what they want, but it's all in gameplay. Like, like that's when the real feelings can come out. They'll be like, a jury member will be like, I noticed that you know, throughout the game, you were kind of a snake. Uh, you backstabbed a lot of people. You went back on your word and you're a real piece of shit. So was that part of your gameplay? And then the person will just be like, yes, that was uh, absolutely intentional. The fact that I'm spineless is on me. It was part of my gameplay. And uh, you can also use any shitty thing you've done during the game as part of your gameplay. You'd be like, uh, behind our back when we we're all sleeping, you less, uh, you ate the entire camp's uh, rice supply, and then you uh, slept for two days in a food coma. Yes, well, that was part of my gameplay. Um, I was, uh, as long as it's part of the gameplay, people r- will respect it. But I always get fascinated with things like that, like things like Survivor that have such a huge cult following and a huge subculture of people that are obsessed with it on like a crazy level. Anytime I see something like that, you go, okay, what do they see that I don't see? There must be something to it. There must be something to their obsession. And then sure enough, you get into it and you get it. And it's really interesting, like, because of technology and how everything is moving fast and, and, and we're seeing the long-term effects of a lot of technologies and formats and this and that, what meaning, like Survivor, we're, in, we're 42 seasons in. So when it started, right, season one, two, three, four, five, it's like, okay, it is what it is. 
But then when it's 42 seasons in to something, it evolves past like uh, on a level that no one could have conceived because it's just like you do things over and over and over and over you have this huge cult following it makes you tweak things and these new things these reoccurring things pop up these certain things become traditions other things become these once in a a blue moon things that were marked a certain season so it all all these things that come from doing something so long that you would have never predicted uh, are happening and we see it in movies with like sequels and remakes. I'm sure in the like in the heyday of movie making, eighties, seventies, eighties, nineties, like as movies were being made, no one would would have predicted that twenty, twenty, twenty five, thirty years later, the biggest movies would just be remakes of all the original content from that time. You can't predict that because it's never it hasn't been around that long. So you could you just assume we'll just keep making more original content. And then you go, oh, the idea of a remake comes along and you go, why not make a remake? You've got nostalgia, you've got this and that. All of a sudden, all these remakes are hugely popular. Superhero movies, all this, all things that you cannot predict when a technology or format or something new, uh, you know, I think of that when you see something like 20th anniversary or something, 30th. If there's going to be like 100-year anniversary of something, be like Budweiser, 600th anniversary. You know what I mean? Like the arc of things is so much uh, greater than we can perceive. Welcome back, Jenny G on the upswing. Thanks, Bit. Thank you. No, say, babe. I like when you're affectionate. So, uh, what was let's that? see. What was that? Uh, uh, I'm trying to see if there's other questions that are interesting. Oh, the survivor questions? Yeah, I always wondered, I was wondering where they went to the bathroom. Hole in the ground? Just outside? No way. What? There's no chance. Why not? Because, let's see. Absolutely. I, you think I, they I go like in a trailer? A um, bathroom. Bathroom. I think they just shit in the woods, wherever. In the jungle, somewhere. I don't think so. You kick a hole in the ground, you shit in it, you cover it, you wipe your ass with a rock. Okay, it says here, I'm really interested in like, remember they said a couple people won twice? Two people won twice, so she was the how? 30th winner. I don't know, they've been on the show twice and won twice. How, how do they do that, I wonder? I don't know. It says a three-time Survivor competitor shares Boston everything, Rob? everything you've ever wondered about going to the bathroom on the, on the island. Okay, so let's see. Um, oh, I need a new computes. Is it, is it Boston Rob, the contestant? I remember him from back in the day. I think he's been on more than once. Let's see. On Survivor, there are no bathrooms, porta potty, or toilet paper. Yes, what? of course. Of course. As if, if you're chosen to play, it's fair to worry about how you're going to relieve yourself. It's a new, new nuance of island life. Yes. That isn't often shown because, let's be honest, do you really want to see that? But since you're morbidly curious, you're ready, reading this article, after all, here's everything you could possibly want to know about doing your business on Survivor. Um, it says here, before the game starts, the show producers teach castaways uh, specific verbiage to use during the game. Uh, one such phrase is going for a walk, which is what we say when we're being pulled away from an interview. Oh, interesting. Go for a walk? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, because I was wondering that where like when they get interviews, where they'll sit someone like in, behind a shrub and then the camera, and you can tell the camera's far away, so they're probably just like look in this general direction and tell us about mm -hmm. your latest alliance. Yeah, it's true. Um, let's see. I wonder what Jeff Probst does. Like he's like in a five star hotel somewhere, or is I was he like, picturing that too. Like, like a, a nice trailer somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Players don't poop as frequently as they normally would. Well, eight that makes million sense. A year. Oh my God. That makes sense. Yeah, but they don't eat. Yeah, and also I think you know most people are affected by when you're traveling. Like you don't when yeah. you travel and you're uncomfortable. Like if you're, you have to be able to in order to be able to like poop regularly, you have to feel safe. Did you know that? Like think about the wild. 
Mm. I feel like if you would That's scare like- me quite a- a- enough, I would probably <laughs> poop as well. Well, like you ha it's a vulnerable thing to do. So if, if you had predators, mm-hmm. then you, ha- you have to be very selective about when you're going to put yourself in a position to be that vulnerable. Right. You're Think not, about it. Cause you're not, you're not ready to anywhere. defend yourself. You're not. Yeah. What if you're asleep and you're then, also you also have a predator that shows up you're like, <gasps> no, you just wanted to use your yeah, sound. That's all I wanted to do. It says, uh, the good news is you don't, need to go number two for a while since they're starving most players don't drop their first deuce for several days that's what's written in there yeah oh my god because i only get the finest journalism what is it vice no it's insider mm. i don't know what that is you don't know insider no one season a tribe mate of mine needed t- needed two weeks to poop we all knew about the ongoing situation and had an impromptu dance party in her honor when it finally happened that would be that you. would be me hundred <laughs> percent. I I get yeah I have issues. Would be like Jen pooped. Jen finally pooped. Nah. Jenny Jenny pooped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing your shirt by the way, soft and sexy. Waiting for an OOTD. Yeah. So I wonder if you'd notice. Oh nips. Whoa. Maybe this is how we get views. Uh, this is how we get TikTok. Thirst trap right there. Hey TikTok, look at my naps. That's the key to Forget TikTok. Forget TikTok. Let's get on Nipnock. Mm-hmm. That is the key to go viral. Well, why don't you do that? Thirst traps? Just have a video. Wear this I shirt. Know, I'd like to use my brain instead of my nips. Thanks. Your brains do not get you viral. <laughs> I'm telling you. And I mean, what are we doing here? Let's get some money coming in. There's no, no such thing as a thought trap. Should we? No, there aren't. Should we start an OnlyFans? We'll block <laughs> our faces. Yeah. I'll no, do but what if, it you, takes. if you put on this shirt without get, a bra on, I want to get Renos done. I'll do what it takes. I'm, t- I'm telling you, if you put this shirt on, it's a, it's called Soft and Sexy. It's your shirt. It's like a little. It's 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 a small. It's like a crop top. Look at sort of not really crop. Yeah, but if you wore this with no bra underneath, and you just said anything, you're like, "Hey guys, follow me for more content." Uh, this is Jen Grant. You would have <laughs> a million views. You have to show nip. No, you got. You have to go with no bra and just say something or do something braless. Okay, not. And you get ding 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 ding. ding follows. I'm swear to fuck. Forget yeah. thought trap. Forget thinking. Forget any thought sort trap. of intelligent content. Show your nips. <laughs> my nip is really showing through this. <laughs> Subscribe on YouTube to see my nip. <laughs> it looks darker than it is in real life. Anyway. <laughs> real life well in real it life is, it's like that's peachy real life and, eh? yeah but it's like peachy in real life and don't through the white shirt it's like dark, dark dark don't tell everyone your deets anyway. on your nips anyway if anyone but, wants to borrow this shirt for a tiktok a soft and sexy it'll go viral oh my god hello do you find it soft and sexy do you like it i feel sexy in it yes it is very soft wendy says she loves survivor she wondered why they thought what they thought when they watched the show back. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, the, she said the winner sold her on uh, her gameplay. Yeah, the like, winner actually won by really, just talking. Yeah. That that was astonishing. When they pull the, the the jury after and they go, how many people here were undecided when you came in? And like five people raised their hands. Like she literally, there was a combination of words that she used that made her a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And Mike fucked it up. And Romeo, I mean, not a person voted for him, but he's going to be funny that, I mean, we're late to the party, but I'm sure when they washed and he's like, I don't like anybody here. I'm just playing the game. I can't stand any of these people. I don't want to see them in real life. I I think that also um, it's interesting because you could also say that's my gameplay. That was just my gameplay. Yeah, it's always I was going to say that. Wouldn't it be nice if you could use that in real life? You know, Mm. like I don't do the dishes upstairs and. I, I, you know, whatever, like I, I do something and, and you get mad at me and I say, it's gameplay, babe. Don't worry about it. And then you're like, I respect that. Um, don't, but don't mention things I don't do. You're like, I don't do the, di-. you're like, yeah, that'd be funny at home. Like I don't do the dishes, but I upload the podcast. I feel that carries a lot more weight than it does, <laughs> but that's my gameplay. <laughs> do you have a DD by the way? I have um, a very casual one. If you're, well, okay it's a casual with that. day. We're hungover. <laughs> Welcome. Oh shit! All right. Get the news from coast to coast. Come on. Daily 
dose. All right. Daily dose. All your news from coast to all coast. All the news and the headlines from Jim Grant. You fuck off! Whoa, that's aggressive. All right. Here's your daily dose for Monday, oh, I like June the music 13th. Behind. Yeah, it's nice. It's Monday, June 13th already. Yeah, that's oh my gosh. fucked up. A month and 10 days until we get married. Oh, I need a new computer. Yeah, baby. It's loading and taking forever. Mm. It says here that nearly one in four homeowners yeah, baby. Oops, so sorry. would have to sell if interest rates rise more. One in four? So I, contra- I contacted our mortgage specialist this morning ask- asking how much the rate is. Because I think we should just lock it in. It's still lower than a lock-in, though. It's still quite a bit lower. Yeah, true. If we lock it in, it's going to go up. I know it's stressful and I just and don't you want... like thinking about it. I don't want to have to worry about it. I, I can see why well, people Well, it's get... either we pay more and don't worry about it or we might pay, we'll pay less but it might be more here, less here. Like yeah. I don't know. Historically um variables have performed better. Which it's like more stressful but you're more money in your pocket. Mhm. Um okay. So anyway, I anyways, just think yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. I know what you mean. Um, so I was reading this article uh, just briefly, and there's a an approval for an ALS drug in Canada. Like Wouldn't to that cure be it? amazing? To cure it or stave off symptoms or uh, lengthen it life says, expectancy? Have you heard of the a- Amylix? It's A-M-Y-L-Y-X. No. Gets first approval for ALS drug from Canada. Again, sorry, I need a new computer. Officially, it's taking forever to load. I don't know what's going on. But um, I'm definitely going to have to do that. Get a new computer? Yeah, I have. Or get ALX? What? I don't know. Get ALX? ALX. ALX? I don't know. It says, um, the decision came with certain conditions, including the release of data from its uh, study of about 600 patients, which is expected in 2024. It says the approval of the drug will be, which will be sold in Canada under that brand name, under the brand Albrioza, is based on a mid-stage study of 137 patients and a long-term follow-up phase, which showed a decline in physical functioning among patients. And... Um, ALS obviously causes nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord to break down, affecting physical function and resulting in severe disability and death. And um, the reason I'm I'm encouraged and excited about this is because it shows promise. I mean, that's one of the most depressing diseases out there. Like, no one wants a disease, but shit. Remember our friend mm-hmm. at a very young age got that and, and died it's like from it. it was like shocking and your mind is there but yeah. your body isn't so you know you're imagine you're just you fully aware and your entire body just yeah. shuts down and you're just like in a chair you can't move anything but your whole you're normal your brain is exactly the way it's always been but you're just in this fucking lifeless body it's, and it's hell on earth it's i can't believe anyone it's really goes not that common that. i'm reading right here there's a, about three thousand canadians are currently living with als it's that's not, not even a lot no no it's really not common but it's one of those things where you get it and it's like stephen hawking was a real uh anomaly, anomaly yeah. yeah like that he lived with it so long because the average is i think three years after diagnosis that you you die mm-hmm. and he lived for like 70 years after yeah, it diagnosis says two to five years yeah yeah, that movie, The Theory About Everything or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that was good. Fuck, but that's depressing. It's very depressing, but also inspiring. It's both. So what it would know? be, sorry, a cure? It doesn't say. It just says that it's a drug for it. So Even if it can make you just live with it. like. Yeah, exactly. Like help. Anything anything mm. is, is inspiring and encouraging. Um, uh, sorry, it's taking a little while to load Our this. Our friend, here, Joanna Downey, was, yeah. Uh, yeah, she died of ALS. And it's sort of weird, twisted, dark blessing she also had, which is another crazy low statistical thing, especially at her age, early onset dementia that affected her frontal lobe. So she actually was not aware of what was happening towards the end. She was very sad, very, very tragic Ugh. and horrific and yeah. at such a young age and oh, awful, brutal. Um, just shifting gears to something uh, more positive and light. 
<coughs> an Uber Eats driver in Halifax got the order of a lifetime Saturday night, $825 worth of fast food. The customers were a bride and groom who wanted to give their guests a late-night treat from McDonald's. Stephen Murphy, the delivery driver who made the drop-off, says he hasn't even he wasn't even planning on making deliveries on Saturday night. He decided to turn his alert on, he said. Just one second. Um, to see if, if he could pick up any orders. Then he looked at the order details, and the order details said that the customer had ordered 226 items. And I was like, okay, this definitely can't be real. You would think that. Mm-hmm. You'd never think that was real. Murphy then tried to reach out to um, the groom in a voicemail. He said, I, I just got a wild and crazy order with your name on it. <laughs> wild and crazy. <laughs> McDon- wild and crazy order. The guy's, the groom's name is actually McDonald. Didn't return his call, but Murphy went to pick up the order at the McDonald's on Spring Garden Road anyway. He says he still wasn't sure if the order, totaling $825.41, was real. Four guys plus myself and my little Uber Eats bag, they all fit in my mini, luckily. He was surprised to see the order, um, that the order told him to deliver all the food to a wedding party on the second floor of Pier 21. It was real. Couldn't believe it. Well, look at that. To me, that doesn't even seem that high of an order. $825? No. Like it is, but not for a wedding. Right. We're going to do something something similar at our wedding. The, the thing about weddings is <coughs> the options are overwhelming. So, so you, you want to like provide a really fun, eventful, interesting night for your guests. But there's like endless possibilities. So it feels like, what do you even do? Yeah. Anyway, all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure is. Ooh, Wendy just said they poop in the ocean. Who? The people on Survivor. Who? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pooping oh in the ocean God. would be the brain way. Brain supplement. We got to get a brain supplement su- sponsor. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. She said they poop in the ocean. I could never. I don't know how you can relax enough to do that. Like, I think it would, would feel great to poop in the ocean. Probably be feel really like good just, therapy for me. It would just come out. It would like be the ocean reclaiming it. Fish no are like, wiping. thanks for that, bud. Well. Nice. They're so they're swimming in whale semen. So what would you what would you prefer whale swimming in whale semen. semen or human shit? What do you, how do you know there's they're not swimming in all this whale season semen? Yeah, where do you think it goes? What do you think about at night? I'm concerned <laughs> about you. You should. You're be. just like instead of counting sheep, you're just like overwhelmed by whale, whale semen in the ocean. Counting well, that's why they you're call counting them, uh, whale sperm. Sperm whale. That's why they call them a sperm whale. I don't get it. It's a sperm. You don't know. There's a type of whale? It's a sperm whale. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. When he says she she never misses a season of Survivor. No way. Oh, my God. Well, wow. All 42? Hooked. I hope they keep going for a really long time because <laughs> what a long, like what a late time to get on board. I know. We're like break, breaking news. Survivor's fun to watch. Oh, Wendy said wonderful news about ALS cure. Her best friend died of this horrible disease. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm so terrible. sorry about that. It yeah. is terrible. Um, anyway, so it's just a short daily dose because um, we're f- we're feeling the... Uh, the. You know when you're a guest of honor of a party, mm-hmm. people pump you with beer. Daily yeah, they do. Dose, and you have to embrace daily it. Dose. Get you wear it if you dose. From coast to coast. Uh-huh. Daily dose. Come on. Daily dose. Power punch. While I have you here, let me tell you, this episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is once again brought to you. Yes, you know it. You love it. You love it. Cookie jar. Spelt K-O-O-K-I jar.com. Head on over to cookiejar.com for a wide selection of top quality cannabis storage solutions, accessories, and app. Yes, there's an app where you can you can um, control your stock and rotate your inventory. Make sure your fra- f- flower is fresh and you know what you have on hand at all times. Head on over to cookiejar.com, spelled K-O-O-K-I-Jar.com, cookie jar. You put your weed in it. The premise... Is uh, you know how you build yourself a booze bar? Well, you'll have uh, nice glassware and 
beautiful bottles of alcohol and a fancy shaker and a long twisty spoon and so on. Well, build yourself a Bud Bar, but instead of displaying these weird, <laughs> these weird um, government containers or the Ziploc baggies from your weed dealer, build yourself a Bud Bar with uh, beautiful cookie jars. They come, they're glass, high quality jars. They come with a five time magnifying lens designed right into the lid so you can really display your flower. They're airtight, waterproof. I mean, this is next level cannabis storage. This is top tier shit. Canadian owned and operated. I cannot stress enough the quality of these products. I mean, phenomenal products, phenomenal people. Head on over to Cookie Jar. They have so many different products. They have the on-the-go kit. That's a lockable and smell-proof pouch. It comes with a grinder, a credit card grinder, a dube tube. Protect your dube with the dube tube. It's waterproof and airtight. You've got your bud pod with you can fit a gra- gram of dra- dry flour in there. I mean, it comes with a spring-loaded pocket-sized one-hitter. It's all there in the on-the-go kit available at cookiejar.com. So many products, so many things. Go and check it out. Enter promo code JDSHOW in all caps for 15% off and free shipping anywhere in Canada. Cookie jar. I you put your weed in it. <laughs> Mmm, alright. This sounds like a Coldplay uh, parody or something. Like, a, not a parody, but a cover. But like a little bit different so they can, don't have to play. We woke up this morning, really hungover and hurting. Had to do a self tape, had to do a podcast. Decided to just plow through and get it done, but do the minimum. Show and just sort of get it done. They say half of everything is just showing up. We've shown up today. Yeah, we did show up today. That's, as Jenny said, that is half of the battle. If you just show up, you've arrived. And it's not that you're going to try to be here, but you're going to be here to try. for the clothes I think yeah, do, uh, best. do we do an after show or do we do long what do we do I don't think so okay I, w- I want to uh, but we need to build the Patreon I you know, know what but I was thinking the way we build it is by doing after shows so we will we'll do one on Wednesday for sure we'll do an I extra can do long after show if you want. I can do it I'm a toughie we could do a five five minute or alright yeah let's go to patreon.com and do an after do? show what are we do arm wrestle or something I don't know what do you want to do how do we get the people to watch us? Thirst Trap? Yeah, sh- come see our nips <laughs> on patreon.com slash jdshowpod. Really? The Julian Dion After Show with Jen Grant. It's um, it's a whole other show. What's going on here? So many different songs. Like... Yeah, join us on the After Show. No, no, we're not going to do one today. No? We'll do a Wednesday. I'm good with whatever. We'll do a good one Wednesday. All right, so we appreciate the Patreon subscribers. We're going to do a nice, long Patreon show on Wednesday. We've got a guest on Wednesday. Actually, we don't. I canceled them this morning. I just remembered. We'll have another... We'll book another guest for Wednesday. And we'll have them come do the Patreon. Maybe we'll get Matt Carter to come on on Wednesday and do an after show with us. They were at the wedding party or the uh, engagement party yesterday. Yeah, we'll do Matt. We'll do somebody. I'll, I'll, I'll message Matt. We'll get a guest on Wednesday. We'll do a fun after show. Every episode, we do one. The Julian Dion after show with Jen Grant. Granted, we took, you know, a couple weeks off because we went out east and stuff, but it's all there. We have backlog episodes all available. So much content available on patreon.com slash jdshowpod. We have after shows. We've done some Mariah or Yoko segments. We have uh, Peter Anthony was on there. We did, um, who else? We did Sandra. 
She did the uh, after show. It's a very fun show. And by the way, a lot of podcasts do uh, an after show and they eventually release it a month later or whatever. Not us. It's available only ever exclusive ex- on patreon.com slash jdshowpod. So go check out the after show. It's a way for you to support us. It's a paywall. It's eight bucks a month or seven bucks a month. You get all this great content that isn't available anywhere else. So we'll see you uh, there on the after show. We'll see you Wednesday. We love you. Jen, I love you. Love you. Excited to get married. And uh, yes, subscribe on all your major podcast platforms. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. We'll see you Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. with a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. This has been episode 441. And we talked about being the eye of the party. I mean, we didn't really get to. I was going to get there somehow, and I didn't. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, I didn't make it. doesn't matter. Sometimes. Um, no. doesn't matter. I mean, we covered it. It was just all about the engagement party, and I was going to find a way to wedge in, get to eye of the party. Thanks to Cookie Jar. Thanks to Jen. Thanks to everybody. Producer Jordan will be back on Wednesday with us, too. Uh, we missed you today, Josh. No more music. Oh, there we go. Ah. Oh, it's so nice. Mm, go ahead. We're leaving you. The Julian Dion Show with JenGrant.com. <laughs> leaving you with 500 miles. Justin Timberlake. If you For, uh... All right. Good night. Goodbye, everybody. Until uh, until then, watch your head. Uh, yes, yes. Watch it.